Hey guys, I'm Joshua Kimber, and here with me I have Jairus Rain. Indeed. We're going to the senior year now. It's it's crazy. We're going to college the year after, and then who knows where we're going. Yeah, I mean, I've, that's never been a big worry for me, though. That's the thing. Like, college, I mean, it's college. Like, it never, um, it never worried me that, like, I wouldn't be somewhere after high school. Like, at, like oh, I'm not at college. I'm not doing the right thing. Like, college is just college. You know what I mean? If you want to pursue that, then pursue that. Go for it, but. It's not for everyone, I realize. Especially I, not for me. More so, what is more nerve-wracking about college is that right now, and up until now, our whole lives, we've had a set schedule. We've gone to grade right. school, yeah, I get like high school. We live at our parents' house, so it's be home at this time. We're going out to dinner on Friday with your aunt and uncle, and it's... It's almost like you took a passenger seat to your life. Right. Although you, you had freedom, you were never you never actually decided what you were doing when you were doing it, who you were doing it with. It was always set up to options. It's do I choose A or B? Do I go out to eat or do I stay in an order takeout? And your parents gave you the decision. You never actually had the choice to make it. Now we're going into college and hopefully I'm going to Boston for it. And I'm gonna be there alone. Nobody else is going near me. My right. family's gonna be six hours away. And I'm fine living away from my family. That's not the problem. Yeah, me too. It's that I just hope I have gained the ability to be autonomous and do everything myself. Remembering to do my wash and small stuff like that mm -hmm. worries me more than the college classes that I'll take, like quantum mechanics, right? And, and I mean, like that. it's that kind of stuff. I feel like that's what you being at home is for. So like, if you don't know how to do your own laundry, start doing it now. Like that's what I do. I've yeah. been doing it for. It, it's funny because I know people that just straight up don't do their laundry. And they're like, too. I don't know how to do this, and I'm like, I've been doing it for eight years. I've actually. I'm I've, 17, and since I was nine years old, my mom made me fold my own clothes. It's like, how do you not know that? Has made me do my own laundry, from washing to drying to hanging, whatever it may be, since right. I was about 10 or 11. Right. It's not a problem to actually do it. It's just when when your laundry hasn't been done in a while, what do you get? You get a reminder from your parents: do your laundry. Right. You won't have that voice for anything. Right. So anything that you think that you're doing on your own, guarantee you there's some help coming from your family to help you with it. Yeah. And I get that. But like in the end I think I've realized like I'm just ready to be by myself. I'm just ready for it. At I this think point. it would be a good change for us to be on our own for a little bit. Mm hmm. I agree. Although this summer has felt like we stopped in time. Almost like last year, we both struggled a lot with a lot of different things during junior year. Whether it was a crossroads for your morals and you had to make a decision 
to determine what type of life you're going to lead right. or even just knowing, okay, I, I can't go out tonight. I have to study for calculus. Yeah. And it was from the biggest things that literally destroyed us and tore us down to the things that have made us who we are now compared to last year. And yeah. it sounds crazy to say that one year can do so much for somebody, but the amount of stuff and things that we've gone through through the last year has been extraordinarily life-changing. Right. I think when you've been through the worst of it, after that, you just, like, you're just not surprised or not, or you're, you're kind of just ready and, and can anticipate anything, because that's what I've been doing. Like, I, I just have not been surprised by most things at this point. Lately, it's not that it. I'm used to it or it doesn't worry me anymore or, you know, I, I'm not as affected. It's more so that I, I feel more prepared when something right. comes up. It's, hey, you have car insurance this month. And I say, okay, well, I've been working consistently and I'll have enough money to pay for it. And that's like a monetary thing, but it's also like one of my friends comes to me with an issue and now I know how to help them because I've had an experience similar right. or I just know what they need at the time. And I've gained more self-confidence in my advice because of the people that I've helped recently. Yeah. Throughout this year, whenever someone needed it, I've always helped them just like you do. And it's now I feel like I'm more confident in what I'm saying because I'm actually doing it myself. I'm taking the advice. I'm, I'm taking the mental breaks and the time off when I need it. I'm talking to people when I do. And being able to do that yourself when you're telling other people to do it is what make, make, makes or breaks the advice. I think. Yeah. Is do you follow it yourself? And if you don't, I have a feeling that most people won't actually listen to you. Because they'll see it. They'll right. see that you don't believe it. It's like if you're... You don't have the experience. Like, who's going to listen to you, right? Like, mm -hmm. experience is more... It adds the part of, like, feeling and, like, being able to feel for someone because they do feel that way, feel a certain way. Exactly. Like, somebody sad over this issue. Like, oh, I get that. I've gone through that. I understand. You don't have to imagine what they feel like because right. you were in that position. Exactly. Something else with this summer is what I mean, going back to what I said before about how we almost kind of stopped. The way I like to look at it is as if you're out in the ocean and you're anchored and you're not moving, but everything mm -hmm. else around you is. We went from staying in every night, doing our work, doing anything possible it was you wake up you get ready for school you go to school you come home you go to work you come home from work you do more school work and then you go to sleep and now it's off and you had maybe a Friday or Saturday night or morning to do something still worrying about when you were scheduled for and it was the constant there's this assignment due there's this lab report due there's this presentation that you have to do for a speech. Competitions for SkillsUSA are coming up. You better right. be ready. It's like there was a constant string of what next, what next, what next. And 
we never stopped. Like, it was a constant. I did not stop. Go, go, go. And ever since summer hit, like I said, it's like everything else kept moving. Everyone else is still doing things, but all of the class of 2023, I feel like, is just everywhere. They are visiting colleges and having fun. They are going on vacations, hanging out with their friends until 2 in the morning on a Wednesday night. Right. And it's like we're all just carefree right now. And it started as soon as summer started. And I have a feeling it'll stop as soon as as summer ends. Yeah. I kind of agree. Like, I feel like I'm kind of just trying to enjoy my time now before it actually, like, it actually just comes to a halt. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's why I I enjoy being at camp. because, Because, like, being there is, like, kind of a getaway. And, like, I know that, like, oh, I'm here at camp, and I don't have to worry about anything else except what's going on here. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, when I'm at work, it's, I worry about work, not what's happening in my personal life. There's a million things happening when I'm at camp, but once I actually, like, come back, and I'm just throwing all of these curveballs, and I have to worry about all these things, it's, like, it's almost, like, overwhelming, and, like, I don't even... It's like when you start a video game on level 15 instead of level 1. Right. It's like, how did this all happen so quick? Yeah. There was no ease into it. It was just, bam, go. I expect you to go. And I'm just like, well, I kind of don't want to. (laughs) Not wanting to, and not not being able to are very different, though. We both are able to, Mm -hmm. we just don't want to. I feel like the discipline... To keep going, even when we don't want to, whether it be, like we said, doing a laundry, simple as that, or, right. you know, applying to college and writing in a 15-page essay, because we want to get into that college. It's, we do it because we know we have to, and we want to. We want, what it will get us in life is worth taking the time now. And that's something I feel like we benefit from, is being able to do that. Yeah. Like our special projects. We had a bunch of them. Didn't finish almost any of them. But we still... We, we got as far as we needed to to learn what we wanted. This podcast, for example, it's a place to talk about the things that are on our mind. With our view, it's, it's a different one than typically seen in today's world. And I know I may be... You know, sound old saying that because I am from Generation Z. Yeah. But at the same time, you and I have similar views, but the people we sit next to in class, it's oh, they, it's so completely fun. different, and it's it's not even like they all have the same view. It's the kid on your left feels this way, and the kid on your right feels a different way. Yeah. About everything, it's not even just one thing. Every single part of life, they look at differently. Yeah. Which begs the question of... It's like... Should you look at it from their view? And is it people trying to convince you that their view is the best? Yeah, it's like... I I think people expect everyone else to say... Like, tell each other to just do what they want to and do what's happy. And do whatever they think will, like make them be the best that they can be but sometimes like discipline and 
like taking care of yourself and like being able to actually like um, talk to people and like understand that oh hey maybe I am wrong about certain things like that will change someone's perspective instead of like oh I'm right I'm right everybody else is wrong and I have to tell everyone that it's okay like this is my mindset like I know I don't know everything I know that some people are wiser than me so why not take the opportunity to ask those people and ask those questions so that I can be maybe better understand like what their view on something is it's, and there's so and there's a difference between somebody telling me their work their their view and somebody forcing it on me because I just don't feel like listening to that. Nobody does. Like if you expect me to listen and just agree with you immediately just because you're telling me it, like that's not how I operate. That's not how it's gonna work because it's just you're you're just being a hypocrite. Like, oh I can't tell you specifically what to do but you can just say when I'm wrong or like I'm doing something wrong and it's like well where does where does it stand where is the line I don't know for me it's it's when I tell people my view it's not to push it on them it's not to say that they should feel that way or anything like that like what you're saying it's more so this is my opinion I want you to have every view on a situation so that you can be the most informed and make yeah. the best decision. It's it's not to push it on you. Because is it your opinion or is it what one person said to you and you just believe it and you don't consider anything else? Exactly. Because it's, I don't know. It's you're your own person. You can make what you want out of certain information or certain opinions, like. It's not so black and white, I agree, but there is a point where it's like, everyone has to recognize that it's not black and white, but the people that you consider to be old-fashioned because they have opinions that are... Um, considered outdated. Right, considered outdated or have been around for a while. Like, why are you just being mean or disciplining or yelling at that person because you consider their opinion to be outdated when like like for me a lot of people consider my opinions to be outdated well it's because my opinions are have been like they've been around for a while yeah and why have they worked that's my like that's what my question to people is so it's why are they so why are they still around because they've worked like the values that you have that you carry with you in your life have worked and that's why they're still around. What people don't understand is I think more so maybe they can't hold themselves to that standard. So maybe that's why they're yelling at you or angry at you or something like that. Maybe they're, whether it's jealous or mad that, you know, maybe their brother and sister don't have those values. Right. And they go home and they're mean to them. And then they go to school, and that's all they ever knew. So they never had those values taught to them. They've never been showed that with these values, your life is going to be exponentially better. And yeah. for the people listening, our values are something along the lines of care for people. When you care for people, show them and help them in life. It's not a worry of, oh, pay me back after I buy you lunch. It's, I'm happy I'm getting to spend time with you. I will pay for us. 
And it's, it's along those lines that we try to follow, that you should be nice to people even when they're rude to you because you have no idea what's going on in their life. And right. And just things like that is what we mean by values. And when we say values, it's we're, we're being considered old-fashioned because we aren't as shallow I think is the term I want to say, yeah. as the rest of our generation. Now it's one person says one thing and they go around and do the exact opposite. When we say we're going to do something, that is the only thing we're doing and the only thing on our scope. We don't have any other plan to do anything else. So back to what I was saying about like maybe that's all they've been shown. That's why they hate it so much, is because they don't have it. Right. Since they've never had it, they look at it as something to not like. When you're uncomfortable with something or you're ignorant to it your entire life and then it's thrown at you, it's it's scary. It's overwhelming. It takes a lot to handle. And it's, I think, the saddest thing that I've ever heard someone say. I was on FaceTime with one of my friends and their sister came on the camera, they were in their kitchen making food, whatever it was. And I said, oh, hey. And I met the sister, and she's like, hi, I'm, I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. Don't want to name her, but I go, how are you doing today? You know, how's work? I, you know, I know my friend, my friend, her younger sister, uh, had told me where you worked, and I, you know, I just wanted to see how it was. And she, she stopped and looked at me on the camera and goes, you are the sweetest guy I've ever talked to and I was so confused beyond like anything and my first question was how so right I've said like one thing to you I was so confused like right yeah there was no background I, I've never spoken to this girl before her I know that my friend doesn't talk about me very much to her sister just because they don't always see each other so it's it's not like I'm a, I'm a topic that she already knows about and so I'm like how is it that I've said one sentence to you and I'm already one of the sweetest guys you've ever met? And her response was almost instant. And it was, you asked me how my day was and genuinely cared. Yeah. And I think something as small as that is ter terrifically sad. I don't even know how to describe what it is and how it makes me feel to hear that this girl hasn't been asked how her day was in so long when the person asking actually cared about it. Like, I, to me, that's such a simple thing. It's people use it as a greeting, like, hey, how you doing? And then the person responds, I'm good, how are you? Like, it, it's so, it's such a non-specific answer that yeah. you know that it doesn't matter. They're not actually asking you. It's just right. well, and it's sometimes, a common thing. Sometimes it's literally like, a, like people realize like oh crap nobody has asked me that in a while no and I think like, that's nobody what has genuinely me. asked me that I think she realized that the people that she surrounded herself with in her life may not have the values that we mentioned and bringing it back to the point of people not being exposed to it that's why she was so utterly just flabbergasted that I asked how she was I think that's why she thought of it so much yeah. and to me that, that made me sad that you know, she thought of it as that much, but it also made me happy to know that I could help her like that. And then we, she actually, she told me about her day completely, 
told me about work, told me about, you know, this crazy thing where this lady came in and was like yelling or whatever. I don't I think she works in retail. Yeah. You know how it gets. Yeah. And like it was a great conversation. My friend came back to the camera, she's like, What are you guys, best friends now? And I was yeah. like, Not best friends, but you know, good friends Close at enough. least. And Close enough. you know. It it was a great conversation and all it took to start it was, Hey, how are you doing? Right. And that's big for some people too. Like people don't sometimes don't realize like the significance of a simple yo, what's going on, right? Like I guess it's the point of sometimes people genuinely like are that live that life where like they don't have people that care for them they don't have that type of they don't get asked how their day is yeah like that's why it's I try and do that for people because I know there are some people out there that like I, I don't I others consider my life like how I live to be privileged in a way mm-hmm. in that like oh I have all these things but it even it some people may perceive it as privilege but I simply perceive it as an opportunity because it, for those that maybe can't I don't know buy a meal like alright you want to go out for lunch I'll, buy, I'll spend $12 $15 $50 whatever doesn't matter to me how much money but as long as you're happy and you like it's something that you actually need but when it comes to like stuff that it's like oh uh i really need you to like uh be my crush in in this time of need or like do this thing and i'm just like well i will be there for you but i'm not gonna be someone that you have to rely on in order to live or survive or whatever like it's I will be there for... I want to be there for everybody. But in the end, it's like... How much are you depending on yourself and the people that, like, live with you? Yeah, like, I... So, I think... I understand what you mean. It's kind of weird. In, I don't know. You are willing to help them as as much as you can. and But there is a limit to it. It's... Okay. Something you can't do for yourself is buy lunch because it's like you know you can you you can buy yourself lunch but you can't have someone else buy your lunch for you right so it's like you're offering to do that because they can't get lunch without paying so you're the one who has to pay for it yeah but things like i don't know exercising or taught like thinking out a problem or i some someone texted me um it was a few days ago and it was this question, uh, is along the lines of, I'm trying to think of what it was. Um, I, I don't remember the specific question, but it was basically, what outfit should I wear? Yeah. And obviously I gave my opinion, you know, people want to know if they look good or not, but small things like that will carry on. It, you know, I ask you how my outfit looks, I'm, I'm seeking your validation. I, I want that, right? Right. Validation is something that I do not give to people because unless they can give it to themselves, it doesn't matter. Right. So it's that kind of like that's, you'll, that's you'll the kind of them, stuff I was talking about. Like exactly, you'll buy them lunch and you'll buy the you know you'll take you'll drive them. You you drove me everywhere when I didn't have my car, yeah. and I mean everywhere. And you didn't even ask for gas money. You were just happy to spend time. Because I don't care. Like it, 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 
it's the things of like when I when it is nur- like nourishing your like it's giving you happiness it's something that's actually going to give you like something that you will um, like appreciate and not just oh I want this you have what mm-hmm. you can, you have the ability to give it to me so give it to me like yeah. I, that's not what I am yeah. I, I'm going to be here for you just like your like your I don't know your brother or sister like there's a difference between like asking you for everything and you offering every once in a while to take me out for lunch it's yeah. I'm not Jairus we need to go here today and then later that day it's like oh my gosh Jairus I have this huge problem in my life I need you to solve it for me like I'm not going to do that because yeah. I want to handle it myself I don't want to put that on you so I, I completely agree in that sense like when when you bring me coffee to school sometimes or you know a soda whatever right. it may be that's amazing it you know it makes me very happy right. not so much because you brought me a soda or the soda itself it's so you thought oh, you'd do you that. had the thought you were like oh oh my gosh yeah. you did this nice thing and I didn't even ask you for it right Cause and it's just like a part of being like having a selfish a selfish selfless like nature like in the end it's the opportunity to not only just bring someone happiness that might just need it because they don't have that um but it's also showing like like acknowledging them and being like hey i know like i I see you you. i care about you sometimes that's all people want because sometimes that's all they need right that's all somebody might need you smile at someone in the car when you're driving to work and they, they could be having a miserable day. You smile at them and then from that point on, their day could have been changed. Someone right. smiled at me. They had no idea who I was. They have no idea what I'm going through, that I may be this terrible person. And that simple thing could be what changes them. Right. Because it's, huh, that was really cool that they smiled. And they smile back. You want a perfect example, Josh? I would love one. Today, what did we do? What did we do today? We right so guys, we went to Panera for lunch. Of course, uh, the, we, the, the white cheddar, the white cheddar, the white cheddar yes. and the bread. Um, I had some lemonade. Jerry's has this really weird special drink that is actually really good. It is very good, but it's very strange when you're making it. It's uh, soda. It's and just soda tea. and some sort of like berry flavored something. It's, anyway, it's pretty good. Not the point. Uh, afterwards, uh, we went, ran an errand to return a uh, pair of shorts, and then we went to Best Buy. Uh, we went to Best Buy, for one, to buy the mic we are currently using to record. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and two, good. we just wanted to look around. We both needed some stuff. I bought some more RAM for my computer. I was looking at new head units for my car and the radio. Right. Uh, Jairus wanted to buy the mic, um, and in the section of the computer aisle, there was a salesman talking to the, a lady, a customer, about a computer. Uh, now, a little bit of background that we found out later. Uh, this woman had bought a computer for her, for her son. Right. And it was assembled wrong. Um, mm-hmm. The fan was mounted flush with the back of the case. So Which the fan means what? Meaning the fan was in line with the case. Yeah. So if you turn the fan on, that fan the fan blades will actually continuously hit the back of the case not only wearing the case down um because the case i promise you is stronger than the fan blades fan blades are plastic uh it also will break the fan blades themselves 
and if any of those pieces shatter when it's on, uh, could damage your PC, whether it be one or It's just not, it's just overall not good. Overall, it destroys the computer. It makes it unfunctional because without the fans, computer overheats. And the damage that those fans could bring once they were on for long enough, if you didn't know about it, could be detrimental to your entire computer. I'm geeking out right now. No, I, so I, I also I'm, get it. I'm I really geek I, out. You get it. You have it covered. But I, I wanted to explain to them why this, why this defect in this computer that she bought was so bad. Right. So it was built by an outside company, and they were like, they just it was a pre-built completely PC. did it wrong. Yeah. So which is wild because that's their Cause, only job. Oh yeah, it's their job. But no, no. So point of the story is the salesman at Best Buy, and. Not gonna say anything bad, but he was pulling the typical sales tactic of trying to sell her a very expensive computer that was not very good. Yeah, but um, she she seemed like she was smart enough to be like, yeah, yeah you're not, yeah, no, you're not actually helping. You don't me. have my best interests in your heart, right? Okay, and I I saw this and I I felt bad because I know about computers, Jarris. You know about computers. I do know about computers. We're both in engineering, so we're familiar with. The materials that go into it and everything we have both built pcs bought pcs and upgraded them whatever the case may be yeah we like have my experience my pc that we're using right now i built it myself exactly we we have experience building them we know what's going in them we know it's good what to put in them what to not have in them yeah. basically we can give you the specs for a computer depending on what you need and with that knowledge i felt responsible to go up and talk to it um, because she seemed like she was a little distraught from the guy that she was speaking to. He didn't know what she he knew what she wanted, but that's not what he was giving her. And yeah. so I went up and I talked to her and I was like, "Hi, I'm you know I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, but I heard you over talking about the PC." Um, I pointed her to a brand that they had. Uh, it's CyberPower PC. It's a company. I love it. It's great. I bought a pre-built for them that I upgraded only really had to upgrade the RAM, which is what I bought, um, and I haven't had to change anything else out. Uh, it was very well made, the way they sent it to me, great. I'm advertising now by accident. It doesn't matter. Moving on. So I pointed it out, and the woman was very grateful that I did, not only because one, I gave a good recommendation, and two, I think I got her out of the conversation with the salesman. Um, I stepped in, she walked over to me, and she said, okay, can you tell me about this? And I said, yeah, I just, I went on this spiel about, you know, having my own computer, like I just did. It was, it was really funny. He was funny. really geeking out. I thought he, I think she, I thought she, for a second, she thought you just worked there. I, I was just like, oh. I believe so too. But I think um, the pink shirt and the gray sweatshorts were what gave it away that I didn't. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the woman, uh, obviously what we found out was she had knowledge in computers somewhat. A lot. Surprisingly. Oh, like much more, more than the average person. Yeah. Um, she's the one that told us about the fan that was built wrong under under the PC. And she's mm-hmm. like, by no means can I build it myself or change it, fix it myself. But I know what's going in and I know what brand is, you know, good and what yeah. the price should be. I've done the research because so I know from reviews of good ones and reviews of bad ones, what it should be priced at, and it's just not it. It's not what it should be. So I stepped in, I said, okay, 
not even this specific PC, but this brand. Yeah. This brand is really good. They make very Lovely. well computers for a good price. They sell it to you for only like 15, 20% profit margin, meaning what they bought it from, from the producers of the parts, the CPU, the yeah. RAM, whatever, you know, everything that goes into the computer, it's only 15 to 20% more of what they bought it for, which is very good because it also, since they're assembling it for you, you could break one of those $500 pieces and that company does not have to replace it because you broke it. So that is something good about pre-builds. And I, I told her that and I said, this is a trusted company. Um, I would go on their website and look. Now the sales guy took a spot behind me and I couldn't really see him. Jairus, you saw him because- he was, he, he was smiling like, oh boy, we got one of these kids. And I was just like, I kind of just got pissed at him. Cause I'm like, dude, you're not even really helping her. like. You're just trying to make money. Yeah. And so I thought it was funny. I would not let her get taken advantage of the salesman. Yeah. It, it would not sit right with me. I would be sitting here right now still feeling bad if I didn't intervene. <laughs> and I think that's one of the one of the best qualities in myself that I can see and what other people have told me is that no matter what it is, I will always help you. And even if it's something I don't know about, I will research to the ends of the earth I'll stay up until four in the morning. I will learn about that thing. And I have a story about that in a few minutes, but to finish this one up, basically uh, we got talking with the woman and she recognized that we knew what we were talking about. Uh, we gave her a little bit of information about how we built our own. We know about them. We're in school for engineering. We are basically in the know of technology and how to do it. Um, and she was very grateful uh, to one, us give her the validation of you know this computer is not good and that is I said before I don't give validation but that is something I don't really consider validation more of an opinion in fact yeah um, it's I know this computer isn't good which is my opinion but I can give you a fact that shows that it isn't good and right. prove my opinion and so that's more of what I did for her, less of validation more of giving her the, the knowledge that she wasn't given from the salesman right and so Long story short, uh, after we talked with her for a while, she said, okay, well, I'm gonna look for my son's computer on the website. I don't wanna buy it from here, blah, 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 right? So she's returning the one that she got from Best Buy, and that's it, end of story. Now, she, in addition to that, said, I already, I already have a computer myself, too, and it's slow down, it's 10 years old, not working right. I need help with it. I don't know how to do it. Yeah. And honestly, I don't, there's no one I can really trust to ask about it because obviously from what just happened and transpired, yeah. people don't have my best interests in mind. They want me to buy the most expensive processor with the most expensive graphics card and you know, this $200 RAM that you will never use to the full ex extent. Yeah. This lady, she wanted to run Microsoft Word her email, she wanted to browse and play pay Tetris, pay, pay bills. bills. Yeah, that was it. Bills with, that was it. She wanted to play Tetris, pay her bills, and check her email. And so what actually happened was we told her that we would rebuild it for her. Yeah. Um, well, she actually, she asked if we could. If we could. And I was just like, well, this is weird, because like, oh, you haven't actually even... 
You have no idea who we are. She didn't You're even ask her. our names. I she just didn't. know her name because she put her contact information into my phone. That's literally the only reason why I know. And I find I, that so funny. I think why I wanted me to tell a story is to show this was a complete stranger. We had never seen yeah. before, never met her before. It was complete chance that we stumbled upon her getting attacked by the salesman. Yeah. And cornered into buying this gosh awful PC for thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy that we did because she would have been severely disappointed and taken advantage of if we didn't. Yeah. Um, we, we are going to rebuild our PC for her. Uh, yeah, um, we are. <laughs> we, <laughs> we actually have to set I up a time to pick up the to. PC. Uh, it's a good experience for us. And plus, you know, we get to help someone. Um, something to mention uh, that uh, is part of the story is compensation for rebuilding it. Typically, people ask a lot of money to do it. And as of right now, we didn't even ask. Uh, and I, I don't know if we even plan on it. I mean, I'm okay with it. I think Jairus is as well. If she offers, that's a completely different story. Yeah, she I think um, in the end, like, she came to us with a problem. And she was like, oh, these kids, they're these 17. Kids they us. seem like they want to actually, like, they know what they're talking about. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a chance and, and just... Exactly. Ask if she them. wants to see... So she... she our, she, right now, she's asking us to just look at it, see what's wrong, see what we can fix for her, um, and go from there. And Jairus and I already have a pretty good idea of what we need to do to the PC. Um, just some very minor minor changes, uh, just you know, updating some of the pieces. Uh, she still wants to be able to play discs, so we're going to keep her case um, and everything like that. Just you know, get her some new parts. Um, but with what she gave us, uh, I mentioned earlier that we can build you a PC on, on what you need. And with that information, I know that she doesn't need the newest Ryzen or the newest Intel. Right. She's going to want a mid-range or lower-end processor. Um, but a processor that's lower range now versus a lower range one from 10 years ago is like, it's an entirely new world right. of stuff. It's and I thought in the end, like, that kind of stuff is like, it's just good. Like Josh said, it's good. Um, practice it's good it's, it's just good experience and that's what she said uh, as well and I just find it funny like um, in the end that we are you like we're being uh, given an opportunity to help somebody and we're just like hey why the heck not because in the end like we are both 17 we still live at home and this random lady that like we didn't like I only learned her name from a contact photo or con- like her contact she was just like hey you seem like you know what you're doing why not she was like why not I just take a chance and ask these kids and and that actually so I'm glad you put it that way it actually goes along with the philosophy I have is if you're willing to ask for my help I will never say no mm-hmm. and that that is one of the biggest things I will live by my entire life and that is because yeah we're like she she knew she was out of her depth with computers she said i have basic knowledge that's it you guys obviously have more than basic Mm -hmm. now we're not experts but we have a good heart and we have the intelligence to do what she needs um she recognizes that and so she came to us 
once she came to us, as soon as she asked us outright to help her with her computer, yeah. I already knew I wanted to because I was like, I do not want her to go off and make you know an uninformed decision. Um, and the thing about when you ask for my help, I'll always give it. Um, when I said before, I'll research it. Like that is exactly true. Right. Like if you come to a problem with me, and it is a giant part of your life that I have no idea about. I will do everything I can to help you with it, to learn about it, that way I can help you with it. Right. And it's things like that that'll carry through with me, I guess, everywhere I go, because now it's like, we learned a little bit of background of her. She's a single mom. She had, I believe, two kids, one's older, and- She was a sinking garbage truck driver when she was our age, she told us, and she also was a fire, like- Fire Firefighter. Like, and so that, cool. that's crazy. And so, now, by her face when she said she was a firefighter, you can tell that she absolutely adored what she did. She said, mm-hmm. it's not that hard, it's the mindset. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the wildest thing when she said that. I looked at her and just in disbelief, she just said that running into fires, uh, collapsing buildings, you know, things like that, anything that a firefighter has to deal with on a regular basis, she said was nothing. It's, it's all about the mindset. Right. And... She eventually had to choose to stay with her kids just because she did become a single, single mother. Mom, yeah. And, you know, that choice, I can tell hurt her, but she never regretted it because the way she talked about her oldest, which is now in college, and her younger, which is 16, which she's getting the PC for, her right. face just lit up when she was talking to us about it. And I think that being able to help someone like this is... A great opportunity um, now I'm not saying you know someone that isn't you know her like you know someone that maybe isn't working those kind of jobs or that isn't a single mother I'm not saying anything bad about the other people it's mm-hmm. just this woman has clearly worked hard to get to where she is and I want to show my gratitude for people like her yeah because um, it's good to like see that like holy crap like it is possible to just like if you put in the work put in the effort eventually along at the like along the line you can sit you can take a day or two you can have a full time job and then you can take a day or two and play Tetris on your computer exactly and enjoy your life and like, it's like that's it, 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 it shows like how simple life can be and how absolutely complicated everything everybody else and everything else in the world wants to make it Mm -hmm. because like i just want a simple life that's all i want for my future like i just want to live my life grow a family and just chill and do what i love you want to be here you want like who you are you don't want that's why like that's why i think i didn't have social media for a while because it was like going in like getting caught in like the cycle of social media and like Instagram and all that like it takes you out of where you are right now and puts you into a universe that it is being created by that little black box in your phone it's, it's your, unreal it's like edited photos and people it's just it's highlight highlight real. yes wow that was really weird because it is like it's all the best parts of someone's life it's they, they take that picture, and then they go through 40 pif- pictures because they think they look terrible in the other 39. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, they're because they're struggling with low self esteem and issues of, oh my gosh, what do people think about me? And that's what social media is for, I think. Mm-hmm. Is, Look at me. Look, I'm in the Bahamas. I'm in, you know, this far off land that's really expensive to go to. Right. Look, I'm in the Bahamas, but don't look at what I look what I look like when I'm laying in bed or yeah. when I am uh, at my lowest because you you don't want to see that. Like, don't, I don't want to show. You'll, you'll leave. You'll run if away. If you don't, it's I'm not saying it's... I'm not saying to post all like your lowest times on Instagram, but maybe take yourself out of Instagram and lean on. Lean on things that matter and not just how many you have to follows or likes you have, not what you want. Yeah, because it's like you look at Instagram and you think, "Hmm, wow, I kind of wish I was in Bahamas." Yeah, that's that's crazy. You know, that would be so cool to go to live in that really like nice hotel on the beach with the crystal clear water like twenty feet away. But it's you know sitting here and with my best friend, you know, doing what we love computers we're doing a podcast we were playing video games earlier just chilling and you know we're having a great we're having just as much fun as someone in the Bahamas right now mm-hmm. and I think and here's if, the thing if, if people, you only have fun in the Bahamas I'm sorry for you but honestly go for it go do what you love to do because it, that's it, it yeah and I think once you start to realize that you don't have to have all the materialistic things that you see on Instagram mm-hmm. and any other social media platform to be happy, it's, you can be happy anywhere. And that's what I mean by, I won't give validation to people. It's like, okay, if the only way that you are happy is when you're with me, or the only way you feel, you know, pretty or, you know, good looking when you're with me or whatever it may be, you depend on me to feel that way. You'll only ever feel that way when you're with me. And I don't want to bring up the worst situation, but what if I'm not here anymore? Whether it's because we split ways in life or, you know, I may not be alive anymore, you know, because we all die. So, you know, say along down along the line, I meet a friend, right? And I unfortunately pass away. And the only way that they ever felt like they had someone to talk to was me. Yeah. Well, now that, I, that I'm not there anymore, it's what do I do? I'm alone. Yeah. So until you can feel happiness without me, I'm not going to you know, try and give you any because it's just going to go away as soon as you leave. And actually, I have a story that goes along with this idea. Um, one of my friends that I just made, uh, she always sends Snapchats to me that are like half of her face with a filter on or, you know no filter and it's a ceiling picture and you know it doesn't matter to me you can send me whatever you want my thing about snapchat is it's a thing to send funny pictures i will yeah. be looking my worst i will wake up my hair will be going every which way i'll have like a hand imprint from laying on it all night and i do not care i think that snapchat is you know hey look at me at the this exact moment in my life with no change right yeah no filter it's, this is real, this is me, this is right now. It's not what I want you to see, it's what you would see if you were here. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do on Snapchat. That's why you get you know really weird pictures from me. And it'll be like me walking down a street and my nose will be ginormous in the angle that I take. Because it's funny. Like, it, it's funny, you look at it and you laugh. You, you can't know, do anything can't, but laugh. Why can't life just be and 
The fun. thing is, I, I asked her, I said, why do you always send lame pictures? And I do this to everybody. It's like, because you can tell when somebody cares about what they look like by a Snapchat that they send. Yeah. And that is the most Generation Z type thing you can say is, I can read this much into it from a picture. Yeah. Right? And I, she was like, I don't know, I just, I always feel insecure. Right? Unless, you know, I'm all done up and ready to go out. And I asked her a question. I was like, okay. I was like, so, you know, you're going out to dinner. It's a birthday dinner. You you put on your nicest outfit that you just got. You've been waiting to wear for two weeks now. You just got your hair and nails done yesterday. Like, you are ready for this thing. You're ready for the occasion. You go out and you take a bunch of pictures, no filter, and you are fine with it. And she goes, yeah. And I was like, that's true, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, well, how do you feel then? She's like, I feel great. You know, I, I like how I look. My friends call me pretty and cute and whatever it is. Worst, you know, it's every Instagram it's post. Instagram it's like 46 comments of the same word repeated the in different ways. And anyway, the point of the story is she said that she only felt good about herself when she was at her best. And I said, well, who are you when you look pretty, when you go out, when you wear that outfit, when you wear that makeup, when you do your hair, when you do your nails? And she goes, blah, 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 my name. I'm not going to name her, right? And I go, glow, okay. You're just a glowed up version of yourself. I go, ready, ready, here's this. This is wild. This is a crazy idea. Please consider it just for a second. She goes, go ahead. And I was like, who are you right now? Right? Mind you, she was like laying on her couch like after a run, right? Probably. Gross, yeah. sweaty. She, that's why she Whatever. wasn't saying the face pictures, right? And she, same name as before. And I said, what changed? She's like, you know, I'm not dressed right now. I, you know, I'm in my tank top and running shorts or whatever. And I was like, so things on the outside, right? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, but like inside, like still the same person. You still went through all the same experiences. You're still the same humor. You're like, you are the same person now as when you feel that good about yourself when you feel yeah. pretty when you feel yeah. like the most gorgeous girl in the world mm -hmm. and she's like well yeah but and she went on this you know short rant about why it's not the same and i was like the thing is is that it can be the same and it the, is the it's, simple the simple thing is making the choice of all right you know what instead of going to like some super expensive store like me, I go on is I go on sticking Amazon and look up a donut T-shirt and I got a donut T-shirt and that, for like twenty bucks, like because I don't really care. And, and it's find amazing, it by the way. I, I love your donut. It's a great shirt. shirt. It, it's actually it's a strawberry frosted donut, which is my favorite donut. It so is I the really best. Like it. See, like, but the, the thing is, is that it doesn't take you spending two hundred dollars in to like get a laugh or a joke or be happy like uh, as long as it fits me and i'm comfortable wearing it um i think cool. it's even much simpler than that i think like i said i send the worst pictures right now don't get me wrong i know that i don't look you know aesthetically pleasing in the those best. pictures right i do not by any means but then there's the time that i do feel like i look good and you know mate everyone that knows me knows that i love dressing fancy I will wear a suit to school every day if I had enough, you know, different colors in my shirts and different ties. Um, every Friday, pretty much, I wore a suit. People would say, you giving a speech today in public speaking? We're like, no, that was last Friday, man. And they're like, why are you wearing a suit? I was like, I don't know. I feel comfortable in it. I like it. 
and they like they look at me so strange but the the time my, my point is the times that I feel good I take the same pictures as when I don't because I know that I'm the same person inside and that's, that's what I base it off of looks aren't just what's on the outside yeah. because like when, when you're dating someone right you will get the bad pictures too even if they don't always want to send you them because they care about you and they know that you like them with with the looks, with the dress, with the makeup, with the nails, with the hair, and without all of that. And that's why they're okay with sending it to you is they feel comfortable around you and they, they know that you'll appreciate them yeah. with or without it. And I think until you can do that with almost anybody, that it's going to be a little bit harder. Like for me, I don't care. I will literally wake up in my penguin pajama pants and my like super overstretched t-shirt mm-hmm. because like I move so much in my sleep it's just super stretched out it's a weird detail to include but the point is I go out get my family breakfast in that outfit come home that way I can be home for when they wake up mm-hmm. I don't take the time to get ready I don't do my hair I don't put on fancy clothes I don't do any of that and I, I really don't care, honestly. And to be honest, and they, they compliment me on my penguin pants because I wear them with such confidence. Literally, to be honest, it, it is. It can also be just because it's a guy thing, but it's also not. It's simple mm, human no. being stuff. Like my it, sister, you know my sister. Yeah. Does my sister care about how she looks? She really. I don't think she does. No, she does, she'll wear like the. You not know, that like, that's bad. I'm saying it, like, no. She, it's, she it's seems like she's pretty nonchalant. She like she's like eh. Now, clothes. Like we said. Yeah, she dresses up, you know, what she thinks is cute. Like, she loves the beach, so she wears, like, beach t-shirts and stuff like that. The bracelets and all that. You know, she wears a bandana in her hair, whatever it may be. And she feels great at that time. Mm -hmm. But, just like you said, it's not just a guy thing. Because, you know, my sister does it. It just depends on the person, really. Like, she will walk out with me to get that food in the morning Mm -hmm. in her pajamas. Right. She does not care. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like me. And it's it's less that we don't care anymore that we're comfortable with who we are. Right. Oh, the, the story I mentioned earlier about uh, researching things that I don't know about. There was a time where someone asked me um, why engineering had so much in school. And the answer is actually that a lot of companies donate it. Uh, like our engineering professors have connections from when they were in the workforce uh, mm-hmm. with the companies. And that's who donates the technology we have, like the water jet, the laser cutter, that yeah. kind of stuff. We get funding for that from outside of the school. Right. School is not buying us that by any means. I mean, there may be some of it, you know, they may have paid for half of it, but the water jet, it's about 10 grand for the package that we have, came from a company for free. That was it. They yeah. gave it to us. It was an educational experience, um, you know, and now we have a partnership with them so we can go work with them. All right. That's all they asked is mm-hmm. that, you know, you consider us to work. And it was a girl from the dance program. Now, I had learned, I literally never had a class with a dancer before in my life. All of the three years so far I've been at GCIT until this year, this past year. And they told me about it. And they're like, yeah, we love it. But the floor that we danced on, Marley, is terrible. And I looked at them, you know, the girl I was talking to, and I was like, what in the heck is Marley? And she's like, it's a special, you know, padding type floor that you put down so that you can dance on it. 
Right. Right. It's for when for when they do certain um, like whether it's ballet or whatever it is, mm-hmm. hip hop. I can name a bunch of them, but it doesn't matter. Right. It's just they need that to do what they need. The, the only thing they do in that class is dance. Learn about dance. Learn how to teach dance. Learn how to make their like you know choreograph it. Right. And they weren't given the one thing that they needed. This thing, the the Marla that they had was about fifteen years old, and it should be replaced. From I I went home until four in the morning. I was as the kids say, following the dopamine, researching it, and I gathered that it should be replaced about five years or dependent on use. Right. Which they use every day for hours, and then they come in later, do it again for hours to practice for their routines. And so I researched it. I was like, okay, well, why don't we have it? And they're like, it's expensive. The school won't buy it. Yeah. And some some may know, I'm a little bit involved with, you know, the different departments of the school from Scotia Estate to, uh, I, I don't know, like, uh, school-based, the office, like, administration. I, I know all of them just because I kind of have spoken with them at least once, met them, done a project with them, whatever it may be. And so... She asked me, and she goes, like, she asked about the engineering stuff, I told her, and she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, why won't the school get it for you? And she's like, well, too expensive, and they don't, you know, they, they can't put the money out for us. They said it's not in the budget. And I go, talk to your teacher, get a plan with her, go talk to them. Right, have you talked to them? And she was like, I really don't know. Uh, they ended up, I believe, getting the new Marley, which I'm very happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, and if not, they had the plan to get it. This The school had planned to get it for them this upcoming year. Right. And that's what I mean by, like, I will research anything. I know way too much about Marley. I know that it's $2,156 for a full set of it or, like, $26 uh, per square foot or something. Right. I don't know. Some, you know, some exact number if I actually thought about it. But now looking at it, I think one of the biggest things that I realized after I helped people from different fields, whether it's engineering or culinary or digital media, allied business, like anything, you help them, they show you their program, they show you what they're doing. And now I know, I, I walked into, uh, I, I, walk, I work at a production company that does set designs for musicals and you know, theaters performances by artists and everything and they referenced Marley the other day actually and it was really funny like yeah we have to make sure this design fits with the Marley that they have since it's not removable it's set in place until they get new ones right right so we have to make sure this fits because we can't we, we don't have time for it one we're spending their money two it's work hours for us that we have to bill them or my boss will have to pay out of his profits which that's not how you run a business. And three, honestly, for our shop guys, that's just a lot more extra work of doing something they already did mm-hmm. if they have to redo it. And so n- knowing about it, I, I knew what type of material it was. I knew how it felt, how expensive it was, and how extremely important it is to make sure that it's safe. It's not getting, you know, a 12-inch... 20 foot long truss dropped on it, mm-hmm. right? Destroying it. And from there, I was able to help design the piece that we used for that much easier. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that I was going to work this job, work this specific show or anything when I helped this girl out. 
Yeah. But from that experience, I learned. Just like how we're going to help the woman with the computer. Yeah. We're going to learn things that we'll need later down in the line. Probably. And we've already helped people to be able to help her. Right. And it's just one of those things that's like what goes around comes around. If you do something good for somebody, guarantee you it'll benefit you later. Yeah. Like in the end, I think like having the mindset of, like I was saying earlier, like people consider me me and my lifestyle and where I live and how I live to be in a privileged way but it's kind of living a life like okay I noticed that hey I am not struggling with this thing but this one person is mm-hmm. and giving a helping hand helping others like especially when there's, there's times in your life where you're like you're kind of chilling you like you can like sit and do nothing and be fine. Well, maybe, just maybe, don't sit and scroll through Instagram and TikTok and maybe reach out to people, ask how they're doing, ask if they need help, ask uh, if they want to go out and get lunch or get coffee or they need their like lawn mode, like anything to just help someone because in the end, like Like, helping others is a way that you can simply just show your heart and who you are. I agree. And I think from what we've talked about, you guys can see that all the stuff that Jared's just said, it it does have an effect on yourself as well. You going to mow that lawn may at the time be the like what you want to do the least. It might be hot and sweaty and really and gross. gross and wet but I and guarantee the worst. You that, you know, maybe it's a single parent or, you know, whatever it may be, that family struggling. Maybe they don't have a lawnmower. Maybe that's why you're offering. Yeah. It's, it could be, like, a life-changing moment. Not because you're mowing their lawn, because, granted, that really doesn't do much other than make your property look better. Right. But them having the feeling of, you know, someone just helped me out of the kindness of their heart right. makes me want to go do that. And it's not only that. It's also, like, people can realize, like, there are a lot. There are a lot of people out there that really feel like they don't belong in this world, or they think that they are um, a burden of others. And like, simply helping someone and set and being and showing them like, hey, you're seen. I see where you are. I see where you're at, and I want to help you because mm-hmm. I care for you, and I want to see you. I want to see you succeeded. Yeah. Prosper, yeah. I so. I think if it's okay with you, I'd, I'd like to kind of wrap it up here. Yeah. But I want to start with a recap. Um, paying it forward, I think, is a theme that we kind of generated from what we've talked about. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of by accident. We, we just started telling stories that were related. But, just, um, but yeah. I, know it's, I know it's the first episode. However, Spontaneous. I want to start, I want to start almost a tradition or a series of uh, leave you guys with a challenge or maybe a question to think about. Because um, in the end, you've been listening for however long this is, and I hope you're that like, you got well, what's the point, right? Exactly. So, and our point for this is honestly, like, just want to talk to each other, just so just because, but ch- also because in the end, we know that some things that are going on in our lives might, you might be challenged, be, like, you can relate with. to it. You guys, yeah, it's, you guys it's are all about the same stuff. being like, hey, you, you're not alone. You're mm-hmm. definitely not alone. So the challenge that I want to give you guys is either go out and help someone 
uh, whether it be you know smiling at them and making their day, mowing lawn, taking them out for lunch, whatever you guys can do in your life that you can make work that isn't you know you know stressing your schedule or yeah. you aren't able to pay for something, whatever it is, whatever you can do yourself, do it for one person throughout this week coming. Mm-hmm. And the question I want to ask is. How do you see yourself? How do you want to see yourself? And is there really a difference between what you should see yourself as and who you are? Leave your answers in the comments if you want to. It's there for you guys. So if you want to, then do it. If you don't want to, then don't. But I would love to be able to read your answers and read your thoughts. Especially it being the first time we're doing this. So let us know. Attention, Romcast listeners. If you would like to be in future episodes, follow our Instagram, the underscore Romcast underscore, and DM us, quote, I want to be cool, and more info will be sent your way. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube.